Welcome back into Defeating the Curse. We got Joe here. Joe, say hello. Well, this is odd for me. I've never been on this side of the table. Or it's been a long time, but uh, hello, everyone. Hello. You got FP here. What's up, guys? Good to be back. And you got your host, none other than LP. Starting a new hit series this week. We're going to go play-by-play, position-by-position, Redskins. All Redskins, nothing else. No soccer, no baseball, no caps, no Wizards. Although I'd love to talk Wizards. But um, let's just jump right into it, guys. So we picked um, two positions we're going to go through this week. And uh, we're going to give thoughts. We're going to give analysis. We're going to give training camp predictions. And we're going to give regular season predictions. So let's get started, guys. We're going to get started with uh, running back. Initial thoughts, FP. Um, first and foremost, I hate that we're still running back by committee. I've always hated running back by committee. I think it's trash. If you do any other sport and do any other position by committee, (laughs) it wouldn't work. Um, it's, it's garbage, but thankfully, uh, through the draft and through free agency and through, uh, Matt Jones being a little punk and not showing up, uh, I think our running back situation has definitely improved. But, um, yeah, uh, for, for, for me right now, I would like to see somebody emerge so that running by com- running back by committee goes away. I don't know what you guys think about that, but for me, absolutely hate it. Well, let's let's take a look at w- what the running backs on the roster are. We got Mac Brown, Matt Jones, Robert Kelly, Fat Rob, Keith Marshall, Samaje P. Ryan, and Chris Thompson. Now, wasn't running back by committee a thing last season? that Jay Gruden wanted to implement. And it really wasn't a running back by committee. It was really Fat Rob and Chris Thompson by committee. And even of the two, wasn't it like 15 running plays a game? Is Jay Gruden going to employ a a larger running game in this offense now that Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, two 1,000-yard receivers are gone? Is the running game going to be more incorporated into the offensive game plan? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you would hope that, that Jay Gruden is capable of, of sticking true. And now that he's calling plays, he'll actually call more, uh, run plays. But I mean, knowing the Redskins, knowing how we operate, we'll probably ditch it if it's not working. Um, I don't know, Joe, I know, I know you have thoughts on this, but the running backs, man, I mean, we, we abandon the run like it's our job. Like that is our number one play is abandon the run. My only thought was I expected Adrian Peterson to become a Redskin, and I was surprised that I was surprised when he didn't become a Redskin. Uh, Matt Jones, everyone's like, oh, he's a nice guy, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, he skipped voluntary, whatever, but he showed up this week for the non-voluntary or the mandatory stuff. Running back is going to be a big question mark. Um, I think it's one of those things where early on in the season. Coach is just going to have to give the give the rock to uh, a, a collection of guys and, and see kind of how they all perform. Samaje is really the one that uh, – am I pronouncing that right? Can I get a spell check on Samaje? Is that, is that, does that sound right? Samaje P. Ryan. 
P Ryan. P Ryan. You know, I'll, I'll give you the fantasy perspective. He's the sleeper, deep, deep sleeper. Uh, you know, late round pickup. Um, Chris Thompson, you know what you're gonna get. Uh, Kelly, yeah, you know, nothing, nothing from a fantasy perspective. Nothing, nothing to write home about. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too excited about the running back position. I, I'm hopeful that the coaches know what they're doing. I think they're going to have to lean more on their running game this season, given, as LP said, the, the lack of two 1,000-yard receivers. You know, there's a, there's a lot of unproven talent at both running back and wide receiver right now. Um, but I honestly can't say that running back is worse right now than it was this time last year. It was essentially the same. Um, now, what's interesting, or I guess what will stick with me, if Matt Jones doesn't fumble the ball twice on the goal line last year, he doesn't lose his starting job and maybe he's coming in with a little bit more confidence, but he's probably not going to be on this roster. That was the uh, you're t- talking about the Lions game, right? Wasn't that when it was the Lions game? I think it was Lions and Bengals. I think he had. I think he put it. Yeah, down it was there. the Lions game. Yeah, it was a bad stretch for running. Right, they, well, they win. They win well, the game. So the thing with with Matt Jones, yeah, the thing with Matt Jones, he didn't show up to voluntary OTAs. He wanted a trade. He he kind of asked for a trade through the media and all that kind of stuff. Then he comes for regular OTAs. And I was reading some of the reports. On his first day, he fumbled the ball with no pads. <laughs> like, isn't I mean, that the reason why he lost his job? Like, if you're gonna hold out, wouldn't you like practice holding the ball tighter? Like, like the guy hit it out with the little foam thing. I mean, FP, you played football. Are those foam things strong? No, absolutely not. They're 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 like gnats flying into you. I mean. First of all, we, we got to go away from from him. I mean, he's 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 not going to be on this team. He's gone. He's trash. I mean, even his agent was like, "I don't understand why you haven't released him yet." In, in, in case we're we're waiting for some devastation across the league and try to get something, but it's not going to happen. The the biggest thing here is, I think Fat Rob, going into year two as, as a designated starter or somebody that knows he's going to see the field. I think he picks up the system a little bit better. I mean, he had a lot of good shining moments, and then there were some times that he disappeared. Um, but if you counterbalance that with Sam Sam J.P. Ryan, most likely who will be our red zone bruising running back who will get Joe's How do you pronounce picks. that name? How do you pronounce his name? Sam J.P. Ryan. <laughs> Samaje? I'm not Samaj. sure. We, we, have, we should learn it soon, though. All I know is the the D league commentators aren't going to be able to pronounce it. That's for sure. Well, what are the chances that Bruce Allen knows how to pronounce it? Uh, oh, zippy, zippy, zippy chance. He zippy, can zippy, it. zippy, zippy. You mean uh, Goose Allen? Goose Allen. <laughs> that was my Goose favorite Allen. segment uh, last exactly. week on. Uh, was it Grant and Danny? They were doing. Uh, if 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 Bruce can't pronounce Kirk, then we're not going to pronounce Bruce. It was a good segment. Um, but look, running back wasn't a strength last year. It's definitely not going to be a strength this year. Um, hopefully it's not a weakness. Um, you know, and the fantasy perspective, fantasy spotlight, I'm not seeing anybody that really, it's gotta be nobody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in in the running back committee, no, no, nobody, unless Chris Thompson can, uh, keep doing the third and longs that he can convert for a 30 yard run. Sure. If somebody gets injured, he's still not getting you that many, he's not going to get you any touchdowns. I mean. Yeah, I don't think – from the fantasy perspective, I don't think you can pick anybody on this. You know, are, are, so we, are we going to do deep, a fantasy like deep dive show? Oh, we definitely will. I think we're going to do a DTC fantasy league. Absolutely. 
With the fans. With guest speakers and all, we'll, we'll, we'll all be in. But diving deeper into the running backs, because we're, we're, we're supposed to be doing a deep dive here. So, overall, we have the, the top three are, are, are good, right? So, it's going to be Fat Rob, Chris Thompson, P. Ryan. So, what happens? Who, who, to, who takes the number four spot? For me, I think it's going to be Mac Brown. The, the other options are what? Uh, Keith Marshall, right? Keith Marshall or... Uh, I, think, I think that's it. That's it, yeah. If you ignore Matt Jones, so... Keith Marshall's injury prone, so I think it's going to be Mac Brown, personally. Well, but Keith, I mean, everyone in the organization was really high on Keith Marshall in OTA, and I think in one or two, uh, the first preseason game where he played, played pretty well. Uh, I know um, one of our listeners, or listeners, is really high on on Keith Marshall, but I mean, I mean, he's he's fast, right? So that's what he has going for him. He had like a four three forty or something like that. That's so such a Joe Gibbs line. He's probably the only running back with. Super what, smart, he's fast? super smart, super fast, super fast. <laughs> but think about it. He's he's really the only running back that has breakaway speed aside from maybe Chris Thompson, right? We have no fast running backs. But we haven't. So we can't say. We you can't say that that. But has Jay ever had a fast running back? Even look at look at his time even with with, uh, with Cincinnati. You know he he made a move. I think they brought in Ben Jarvis Green Ellis his last season. I think. His last season when he was they with had the, the two headed running back. His last season with the Bengals, it was um, but neither one of them was a speed guy with, with Hill or whoever. Yeah, Jeremy Hill. But what and, I'm uh, saying, Bonnie is, Bernard and um, and yeah, Hill, right? Neither, yeah. neither was a speed guy. But the thing is, if if our running backs are, are capable of getting to the second line of the defense, which I think our O line can do that this year, and that, that'll be a different discussion about the O line strengths. What happens? I mean, the, the thing is, good. You got us eight yards, nine yards. But at some point, like, look at look at Zeke. At some point, you need the running back to truly take over. If Zeke can make Dak Prescott look the way he did, I mean, if you, if you have a fast running back, Kirk, Kirk's going to look like a superstar. So what are the chances Matt Jones is on the roster week one? Five percent. Let's go. Zero. Uh, FP zero. Joe. Five percent. Five percent. Five percent. I don't think. I don't think there's going to be any trade value for for a Matt Jones. To be honest, I mean there are teams who are really desperate for running backs last year. I mean you saw how horrible the Vikings running game was. Um, the Giants had a bad running game. There's there's been a couple teams that have really bad running games, but I mean I can't really see someone wanting to trade for for Matt Jones when you can probably find equivalent talent in the undrafted free agent rankings. But Redskins are going to Redskins, right? So he, he he's going to get cut. He's probably going to sign with the Giants, and he'll come back and kill us twice this upcoming season. That would uh, not surprise me. Probably likely. What's the second can position? Can we shift gears to – can we switch gears to inside linebackers? Inside linebacker, baby. I'm all about defense. So we first we have Greg Minoski, who was the linebackers coach last season getting promoted to defensive coordinator. Initial thoughts on playing for a position coach who is now the defensive coordinator. Does that help the linebackers? Does that hurt the linebackers? Does that mean nothing? It, it helps specifically for the skins because it is a position coach who is now coordinator but also played the position. So he should be able to see from a better angle 
what's going on, kind of bring back that nasty side of our old defenses. And, and hopefully, he, I mean, he has a lot better talent to work with this year than last year with Zach Brown. So um, I, I think it's good. I, I like him in, in the position that he's in. So an inside linebacker, um, there was obviously the big splash in free agency or the biggest splash that you can say the Redskins did in bringing in Zach Brown. You have returning Will Compton and Mason Foster from last year, who were the starters. Martrell Spate, who I think actually did really well at inside linebacker last year, and a special teams um, standout. And then there's a Chris Carter and a Josh Harvey Clemens. Is this still a weak spot on our defense, Joe? I think so. I mean, injuries uh, injuries are paramount. Um, you know, it's I'm gonna say yes. And it's it's simply because it's an unproven group. Um, they definitely did they they took some steps to bolster that that roster or that this position in particular. So, um, is it a weakness? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I guess I could go either way on it. To be honest, in in context against the rest of the defensive positions, it's probably not a weakness. I think there's they 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 probably could use help at other positions defen- at, at other defensive positions before inside linebacker. Um, but frankly. There, there isn't. I, I don't know what the. I don't have the numbers in front of me. But has Zach Brown uh, played an entire season? I don't think so. Right, without missing a game, I don't think so. Yeah, but I mean, he was a Pro Actually, Bowler last year, so. Uh, he played 16 in 2012, 16 in 2013. Oh my, my fault. Missed all of 2014. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. 16 in 2015 and 16 in 16. So the other guys at so the position, they've they've held their own the last couple seasons. I can't like when I look at the team, I don't look at inside linebacker and say this is why the defense is giving up points, or this is why the defense can't I, stop anybody. I completely don't agree with you. They're I disagree easily, as well. They're, they are absolutely our weakest group on defense right now. So even look at what we did with bringing in the Alabama guys for outside linebackers. Look at what we did for bringing in the free agents for the line, moving Cravens back to safety. Josh Norman, they said he's going to shadow the best receiver. Uh, I mean, even getting D. Hall back should help a little bit. And then uh, who's the other? Their safety we took from Arizona. What was his name again? DJ Swearinger. Swearinger. I mean, if you look at all those moves and all those upgrades, absolutely inside linebacker is going to be the weakest. And the good thing about that statement is that we went ahead and we got us a Pro Bowler inside linebacker. And and I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that based on how the outside linebackers do, which should have gotten a significant bump and upgrade. It, it relieves the pressure on the chaos in the middle of the field, right? So our biggest problem was our our Mike never really knew how to set up the defense, right? So you would hope Zach Brown can come in there and just bring some form of intelligence to, to the defense, right? But they still have to perform. And, and on you know, on the field, the rookies are still unproven. They're still rookies, you know, and, and we talked about this post-draft. How many snaps are these guys going to play? You know, and you know when you look at them from a percentage perspective. Um, so I, I, I could go either way. I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't spent as much time looking at this roster as you guys have. Um, but at first blush, I'm not. I'm just not one to jump on the rookie bandwagon and say, "Yep, this person's going to answer all of our." Uh, he's going to. He's the answer to all of our woes, e- even though they, they did really well on the draft defensively. Uh, to me, I still look at cornerback. Breland had a very bad season. Fuller had a very bad season. Norman had a below his standard season. So um, I just don't look at inside linebacker and say, yo, yep, this is the reason why X, Y, and Z happened last year. I just don't see it that way. 
This is the reason why I see inside linebacker as probably the biggest weakness from last year. Our run game was ranked on the, the bottom of the league in many stats. I mean, we had all kinds of running backs just running up the gut against us. It's not all on the D-line. Those inside linebackers have to be able to tackle, and we we saw missed tackle after missed tackle a lot of all that season also, last year. A lot of that also has to do with our coordinator that we just gave the boot because he, <laughs> he, he couldn't even describe what a, a base defense, right, or like a zone defense. He couldn't just describe it. He couldn't explain it. So I think I think the biggest upgrade is definitely going to be coaching for us. I mean, LP, you've been pretty uh, verbal on, on the coaching with defense. I think you can agree with me on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see um, what Tom Sula and Minuski kind of come up with as a defensive scheme. You know, the whole 3-4, three, 4-3, four, four, three, they've kind of wavered back and forth. We're in a base 3-4, but we're in a 4-3 70% of the time or whatever they say. and I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I think stopping the run is, has got to be a top priority for this team. And I'm not actually sure that Zach Brown is going to solve that problem. I do. I, I believe in him. I trust him. He wants to win defensive MVP. Here's hoping he does. Right. Yeah. What I am, what I am um, really high on is we're pretty stacked at outside linebacker. And the rotation of those linebackers finally is going to give, like, the Kerrigans and the Preston Smiths the, the plays off that they need to kind of um, rejuvenate and re-energize themselves. But I think we'll go with an outside linebacker another time. Let's go final thoughts, uh, inside linebacker, running back, anything. Joe? Too early to get excited. I'm looking forward to football now that basketball and hockey are over. Um it's just a little bit too early for me. I, let me reserve judgment on both groups until OTAs, um, specifically the running back group. I'm, I'm curious to see how Jay is going to coach this group up and what kind of splits he's got in mind. Um, you know, he's going to want to sling the ball. We know that. And there isn't, you know, with the like Fat Robbie going to catch a whole lot of balls out of the backfield. That's really going to be Chris Thompson, but he's not so durable. So I think he's got, you know, he's got to do some, he's got to play some chess and figure out how to maneuver these pieces. And as far as inside linebacker, Jerry's out for me. Um, got to see them stay healthy. Got to see what they actually look like. And to Paul's point, to FP's point, um, let's see what Zach Brown actually looks like when he's mic'd up, he's on the field, and he's calling the shots. Um, he's an upgrade over what we've had consistently at the position over the past couple of seasons. I, I just, to me, there's still big question marks between the rookies up front and some of the vets in the on uh, you know behind them. There's other things that I'm more concerned about defensively. Who starts? The inside linebacker position. I mean, it's got uh, to be Zach Brown and Foster. Yeah, F- Foster. Right. Foster's the best. Really, a Foster over Will Compton? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's more comfortable on that side, right? So, but I mean, if you've been paying attention to OTAs and all that, they've been mixing a match and probably seeing who has the best chemistry together. Uh, my prediction, um, with all the drama that happened this offseason with the Redskins and all the BS. They did, I don't know who did it in the front office, but they did a great job at kind of shifting the drama into almost the entire fan base, if I'm not mistaken, being happy with the draft, happy with the free agent signings. Um, I think we're in a better position than we were last year. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a little excited 
I don't know if it's about the roster per se or if it's just football creeping back in, but uh, I think we're definitely doing better this year than we were last year. Yeah, I mean, the Redskins pretty much shook up their whole front office, all hires from within, and we didn't even have a podcast about it. I mean, I don't even think we texted each other about it. Did anyone, like, tune into the news at 9 a.m. on Tuesday or whenever it was? I don't no, we, care. I, yeah, exactly. At that point, there was so much other things happening in D.C. that that was just garbage time. I mean, does it seem weird to you guys as well that this is the first time in, like, many years that are the fan base is kind of nonchalantly disinterested in the Redskins offseason? Yeah, because the only storyline, the only thing that matters is our quarterback. And until he gets signed to a long-term deal, this is all just... It's, it's, it's smoke not, and mirrors. It's smoke and mirrors. None of this yeah. matters. Until the key component is in place... You can't talk about how effective the running backs are. You can't talk about how effective the linebackers are because they might very well be on the field a very long time if he's not in place. So, right. What's the and we can't have a single podcast without bringing up the Kirk Cousins what, contract situation. What's the it's coming over close? Under, it's what's coming the, up. What's the over under on the the inside linebacker position being the best we've got defensively? If if to to FP's point. Kirk isn't the quarterback, and they're on the field all the time. Who cares if Mason starts or if Foster? Who cares who starts? Like, if they all have to play, if they play 50-50 or they play 60-40 and they're on the field constantly because the, the offense can't move the ball, we're doomed. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. And if you don't have Kirk as your quarterback, then it doesn't matter who the running back is either. It doesn't yeah. matter. All right, so um, I guess the next next uh, segment we'll do outside linebackers. Maybe we'll uh, get the wide receivers mentioned. I know we get a fiery with that with that talk. Joe's going to have a lot to say about who we let go and who we brought in. But, uh, yeah, that'll be the next segment, the next deep dive for the skins. Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. It was fun, boys. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.